0: Okay, are you emotionally prepared for this podcast? I hope so. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I was off. I'm sorry. Woo! There we go. I missed it. <laughs> I went early and then I Rookie missed it. mistake. It's been a while, you know. Just got back into it again. <laughs> I figured I'd let you kind of take the reins on this one. Do we need to like a... Uh because this is a this is the thing you wanted to talk about.
1: I just um.
0: I'm, I'm supporting staff on this one, I guess.
1: Okay. So yeah, it is something I wanted to talk about because I feel like we don't talk about our true feelings. Like we're very real people, but we don't talk about our vulnerable moments. Right. A lot of times in the vlogs, and so I have so many Can I talk about
0: why? because like as content creators it seems like every time we post anything that's not just super positive and like you know like if we if we act as if we don't have everything figured out people want to fix things for you
1: right well it's it's and it, that and then people if if you don't live the life that we live and you know have a special needs person that you are responsible for raising You may not understand the feelings that people go through. That makes sense. And so it's super easy to judge those people. And we have a lot of people on our channel who don't know how it is to live with someone with a disability. Yeah. Um, And so it's...
0: I think we've gotten pretty judgmental as a society anyway. Like we don't put ourselves in other people's shoes. We just, we look at the world through through our own eyes. And then consider their circumstances, but judge based upon our point of view of the world and not theirs.
1: Mm-hmm. So for me, I mean, I, I'm going to say like, it's hard to be judged as a mom. And the feelings that I'm feeling and have felt um, could be be portrayed as people thinking like oh you don't love your child for the way she is you don't want the life that you have and all of those things are inaccurate it's just very real feelings that I have right now yeah and it's a journey I mean I know we kind of hate that word but um you're going to go through different parts of your life and you're going to be good with how things are but we have a lot of changes getting ready to happen and i think that's what's fueling these feelings that i have
0: yeah well and i because we have had a lot of things on our mind about um Priscilla's getting emotional so i'll, I'll talk a bit um we've had these things on our mind because we've been considering you know next year and doing the home at at home schooling thing it's not technically homeschooling uh but you know at home schooling uh, the reason that we're doing that for people that don't know, because I've seen comments a lot of people don't know, uh, they didn't see that video, is we want to have a more focused and personalized education for Abigail that includes um, or that focuses primarily on uh, life skills and vocational skills and really work on things, you know, as far as what our goals are for her um, to to build independence and uh, be contributing member in whatever way that she ends up, you know, fulfilling that. So that's what our goal is. That's where we're going to be have her schooled at home uh with a private teacher um via private teacher, therapist and us. And so we have a lot of things that are weighing on us because of that and lots of plans we have to make and we have some time still, but it's still, you know, and and I think that's brought up some some things, right? Because this is kind of like a step towards what it's gonna forever be like, right? I think. Before we had, like, well, she can go to school till she's twenty two, and and you know, in the state of Florida, and then, um, well, that's federal or here. federal, yeah, in in the country till she's twenty two years old. Yeah. Um, at a private school, you can go as long as the private school will take them. Um, but it's you know, this is kind of like this was kind of like our last dance, like this was something that we were her being home with us all the time was something that was going to be much later on in the future. Right. As far as our plans were concerned. And so now I think it's bringing up things maybe.
1: Well, it's just real. I think it's more of a realization of what our future is going to look like. Um, and so kind of to give you guys a backstory, I was giving Abigail a shower, which I do, um, every day. And I was getting her ready for school. um, and it just hit me, like, oh, my gosh, she's 16. She's going to be 17 this year. And she she can give herself a shower with verbal prompting, like where she knows how to wash whatever body part it is you're telling her, but she can never, like, not right now. She can't go in there, turn the water on, like, do all the steps on her own. And it just hit me that this is our forever. It's not going to look exactly like this. Obviously, you know, the goal is that she can go in and give herself her own shower and not need those prompts. But it just hit me. And then we were planning a trip. And I have to literally have like, and that's why we always talk about like I do the back end work because I'm the one that gets everybody in line. So we have five different people that are going to be helping with Abigail over a four day period. And it's like all of this just to go on a, a husband wife trip you know and it's like that's going to be forever because i don't think the abby will never not need someone right so we always have to account for that and it just hit me like man this is this is a lot like we have two kids but we've been parenting nonstop for 20 years now whereas most people are not in that same you know if you had a typical 16-year-old. That's
0: if they have like four or five kids. Right.
1: <laughs> um, and if you have a typical 16-year-old, you're like, hey, I'm going to have the neighbor check in to make sure you're not having a party while I'm gone. Or grandma and grandpa are going to stop by or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe they stay with them.
0: Well, and I, and I think a lot of people, you know, and that's always the tough part with with the YouTube videos and stuff. Like, because we would have ended it there. You know, there's less talking through Like, when Priscilla says this is our forever, like with helping Abby with her showers, it, maybe not this, maybe not helping her with her shower, but there'll be something else, you know, well, there's always, yeah. there's others, you know, that's just an example, and that's what we talk about, you know, it's like, yeah, she'll learn how to do that fully, on her own, eventually, um, you know, parenting for the last 20 years, like, people say, well, you never stop parenting, yeah, but, and I get that, and I get that, like, we're still parenting Isaiah, obviously, we probably will be for a while, you know, right, um, and, and then he'll, and then we'll have, you know, breaks and he'll call us and he'll need parenting again because he'll need help with something. But as far as like actually be, being a caregiver for another human at that level of parenting well, is, even okay. is drastically different. And
1: I'm not going to put all your family's info out there, but like your mom with your brother. Yeah. You know, she doesn't have to physically like caregive right. for him anymore. Right. But she has to call him every day yeah. and say did you do A B and C? Right. You know, and he's in his late 30s now. Yeah. Um so it's the same kind of thing except ours is going to be way more hands on. Yeah. And it just hit me. And I think that the reason I want to share that is because you're going to go through those different
0: it's Okay. <laughs> Priscilla's experiencing mom guilt with this too Because it's I mean there is definitely a level of like Like the parents The the husband and wife are just as important as the child As far as a human being is concerned As far as life experiences As far as your hopes and dreams And you know And it's like Not only do you Oh gosh long time ago We talked about Um We talk about those dreams dying, you know, and you you mourn for your dreams that you had for your child. You know, as soon as you find out you're having a kid, you have this this image of what things are going to be like and and all these other things that, you know, other people have done with their kids and you imagine yourself doing those things. You just just imagine this very typical existence and then it's not that and then you have to cope with that. And that's something that we learn as, you know, um, parents of someone with a disability we we learned that we you know appreciate what we have and accept them who for, for who they are and all that and we go on about life but then then it comes up again it always comes up again but then at the same time there's our hopes and dreams for ourselves you know priscilla enjoying our 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 golden years together no more far off from that but you know when do you remember when uh, we found out you were pregnant with abby we're like hey good news is like 45 years old We'll be yeah. empty nesters, like you know a lot of people because we didn't have that um you know that early early years wild and free, you know, travel together as a young couple to you know do life together as a young couple, just the two of us because we had kids right out of the gate, so right. we're like, well, we'll have it later on in life, and then you don't, you know and and you're always faced with that guilt of feeling that way though, and that sucks.
1: Well, and that's the thing, if I can get through this, just talk fast, (laughs) Um, is that I want people to know that you're going to have these different parts of life and through this journey, (laughs) um, you're going to have days that you're going to be amazing and you're going to be thriving and then you're going to have other days where you're just going to be surviving and then you're going to go through it again and like we've been so good for so long that I am nervous about what's going to happen. I am ner- like, I'm sad for the fact that she doesn't get a true senior year. Yeah. Like, if you guys know me, <laughs> y'all know I love that kind of stuff.
0: You're, you're a ceremonial person. Yes. But it wasn't shaped, next year wasn't shaping up to like, even if we left her for another year, it wasn't shaping up to be, a senior year. Right. It was shaping up to be the same thing that she's done for the last three years. Right. And it just... So we we wouldn't have had that anyway. And it was... So then it literally would have been a ceremony. Right. You know, a 30-minute, 20-minute thing. And that would, have, that would have... The cost of that 20-minute ceremony would have been another year that we might have been able to make significant gains towards her independence.
1: Right. So... I just have all these things and I'm the one looking for a, a teacher. Yeah. You know, and so it's like I don't know, it's on my heart and my mind every day. Yeah. So I think that's why it's like and you and I, I mean, we even talked about this, like we're not you are in in an acceptance phase right now and I'm not. And you're gonna have those different times where you don't accept things and I like, mm-hmm. and, and you go through that. So if you do have a spouse or a partner, or whatever, you're going to have those times where you're not on the same page. And I think that is killing my insides too, because I don't want anyone to ever think like, oh, well, dad's all accepting and mom's not. But I am. I'm just not there today. And it's not that I'm not accepting of Abigail. I'm not accepting of the situation that we're in right now.
0: Yeah, and I think that's super important for like you, you partners and spouses and stuff like that too. When when your significant other is 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 having a hard time, you know, I I told Priscilla I was like, babe, I am I'm here for you. Like I am, you know, I'm here for you. I understand. I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't, you know, right now, like she said, we're both in different stages. I'm all gung ho and like, Ace let's would literally go pull her school. out. Right. Like I'll pull her out right now. Like. Yeah. I'll teach her until we find a teacher, like whatever, you know. And I'm all for it. You know, I've been going hard with the therapy side of things and like we've been working on new skills and, and, and that'll change. You know, we'll, we'll hit a different stride or, or something will happen or whatever. And, and, uh, and that'll change. Then Priscilla will be in that mode and, and I won't because we all just have different phases that we go through with this. You know, I'll, I'll hit a depression phase where it's like, you know, I I get to feeling like, man, this, you know, because I'm a fixer. Like that was a bi- that was a big problem for me was that I'm a fixer and I, c- I couldn't fix this. You know, when we got her diagnosis, like that's what we tried to do was fix Abigail, and we couldn't fix her, and uh, that killed me. And you know, well, and I think that I go hard. back to that every once. That's one thing about these stages of. Um, not just mourning, but anytime you have these cycles of feelings that you go through, uh, they do come back up. It's not like a, it's not linear. You know, you, right. go through di- you go through things at different times than others, and they do come back up too.
1: Because I was super accepting when we first got Abby's diagnosis. I'm like, okay, that's what we got. Like, let's do what we have to do. And I think that's so important too is when, because people do comment that, oh, you're just trying to fix her. And it's kind of a, you know, yeah, a slap, slap in the, in the face. face because that's exactly what we don't want to do. Um, because there's nothing to fix about Abigail. Right. You know, our goal is to make sure that she lives the best life, has an amazing time doing it, and can be as independent as possible. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what kind of ability or disability you have, everyone wants to be independent to some level.
0: I mean, and it's, I think that goes for everyone, right? Like Isaiah has anxiety, and it's part of who he is. Like It's part of his personality and his character, and, you know, his anxiety and his, you know, just this facade that he has, this natural facade that he developed of of confidence and whatnot when he's, you know, he's actually scared to death a lot. And, but it makes him who he is, you know, right. my inability to, you know, my attention deficit and, and hyper focus, like it's part of my personality stuff with you, everything you Holy cow, everything is emotions and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a ball of emotions, I but am. it makes you who you are. You know, and people appreciate you for that. Yeah. And the same thing with Abigail. Why should her autism be any different? And right. that's why we accept her how she is. You yeah. know, and it's ba- it makes her so much it makes up so much of who she is. It really does. It's hard, it would be hard for us.
1: She would be a different person. We wouldn't recognize her personality. If you took the autism part away.
0: There's two mindsets to that, right? Uh, We have two different answers to that. If, if would you take her autism away? The first answer is no, because it would change who she is as a human being. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want her changed. But then a very intelligent 16-year-old, I think he was about 16 at the time, had a differing opinion. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Isaiah said that he would Because he felt like it was selfish to not want to change her if it would make her life easier.
1: Right. It's like, huh.
0: So I changed my answer. I have both answers.
1: It depends on what's going on. But would
0: it make her life easier? And that that was my thing. You know, life's hard, man. Life's hard for teenagers. Life's hard for, you know, young adults. Like, life's hard. I don't don't know if it would make it easier. And
1: I'm going to give you a little spoiler to um, one of our vlogs that will be coming up soon. But this weekend... It showed us how pure and innocent she is. Yeah, like she wouldn't she wouldn't be that way if she were a typical sixteen year old, right? So she would be super judgy.
0: Were you gonna talk about the, to the, the story? Man. Yeah.
1: So we're walking down the boardwalk in Daytona. Yeah, and she's like goes to the edge of the boardwalk, and I said, Abby, let me take your picture. And she turns around and sees that there's a bench there, so she goes to sit on the bench. Well, there's a man there who looked to be homeless, yeah, we're assuming, I mean, it, yeah, you know. He's homeless. Yeah. So she doesn't sit at the end of the bench. She sits like on top of him almost. Yeah. Like right next to him. Almost he kinda, touching. Yeah. Like he kind of looked at her like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, oh, Abby. <laughs> like, but she didn't even think twice about it. Right. And I told Asa, I said, no one else on that boardwalk would have sat next to that man. And I was telling a friend that story, and she said, imagine how that made him feel, though. Yeah. Like, if he did recognize that, imagine that. Like, he just saw this young lady sit next to him and didn't think twice about it. Right. So, and then we had to wipe the cigarette ashes off of her butt because he was, like, smoking and flicking the ashes on the bench. (laughs) But I was just like, wow, that just goes to show you how pure and innocent she is. Yeah. Like.
0: And that would go away. Yeah. That would go away. Me I mean that away. doesn't I mean, mean she
1: won't beat you up cuz she yeah.
0: she's a kid
1: Henry a little behind. Yeah. But she would ne- she's, uh, not she's not judging. She's not judging anyone. Right. And for me like wow. If we could all be more like that. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah no, and the, and it's and it's not just a, I mean, if you took away one part, you'd have to take away all of it. Right. So there's that aspect. too. I don't know. That's, that's a conversation for a whole nother yeah. time. I think I just,
1: I just wanted to talk about this. Like I said, it's a very vulnerable moment. Um, some of you may be able to relate. Some may not. That's okay too. Um, I won't read the comments. <laughs> At the end of the day, she's our sweet angel. Yeah. And I will always do everything for her. Um It doesn't mean that I'm not going to have those feelings, though. Yeah. I feel like that's just human nature. You know? I mean, you think... I think about when we went to lunch yesterday. The child literally gone... She goes to the bathroom everywhere we go. Yeah. Everywhere. Like, we spend a lot of our time in the bathroom. That's on me. You know? And that's okay. But it's like...
0: Priscilla has seen the inside of every bathroom.
1: Every bathroom, you guys. Everywhere. (laughs) Um, multiple times. It's
0: a comfort thing for her. She, you know, it's, it's like okay, I'm getting acclimated to a new space. Bathrooms are safe. They're quiet. They're low ceilings. They're, you know, enclosed areas. So,
1: if you need bathroom tips, let me know because I can tell you the good ones and the bad ones <laughs> to avoid. Um, you know, but it's things like that. You go yeah. to you. You're literally your food comes out to to you, and then you get to come back and eat it cold. Yeah. Because you're going to the bathroom again. Yep. So just remember, if you maybe if you don't have someone that you're caring for, maybe you have a friend or, or someone else and they do have a day like that, just kind of be that shoulder for them to cry on. Just let them vent to you. That doesn't mean that they don't want that person in their life. It doesn't mean that they love their child any less. It just means they're having a rough day or maybe a rough week. Sleep deprivation is like huge too
0: if you're not part of a um a, a local group, if you're a parent fellow parent or caregiver, you're not part of a local group i I would highly recommend finding your people, yeah, you know we went to lunch with uh with some friends this weekend, and just being able to talk about parenting and stuff like that on a, on a relatable level feels good you know it's just a, like you can talk to other people but they don't get it. They're not going to fully. They're, gonna, they're not going to fully get it because they haven't actually experienced it, and they can sympathize, but they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's and and I think it's important. You know, if you don't have that, I would recommend finding it. I think it's a good thing to have. Um, we're very appreciative that we have people like that in our lives. But just going out to lunch and, you know, talking about that stuff that we're dealing with. So yeah. lots of changes coming, lots of transitions. We're here for it. Yeah. Regardless, I know Priscilla is.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent.
0: But might might cry a little too.
1: (laughs) Yep. Or a lot.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for chatting.
1: Bye, guys.